everybody. It's always the way it goes. I think I named my fly Henry one night. Are you serious? Not because of you. I was saying disrespect. No, sir, never. Cheers. Hi, right, buddy. Cheers. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 86 with very special guest from Behind the Wall Media, Henry Hobbs. Thanks for joining me, buddy. Thanks, thanks for coming thanks out, for man. Having cheers me. again. Yeah, cheers. Oh, you I just ran out of his beer. Yeah. He's power right. slamming. I like it. Cracking. Favorite guest already. He's already All right. drank a whole cheers. beer. 10 seconds in. I like it. Um... But yeah, shout out to the sponsors, Sarah K. Speed Shots, and also On Point Woodworks. Um, tell me a little bit about yourself, Henry. I mean, we're new to, we talked a little bit before the podcast, but we're new to meeting for the most part, and I'm new to your channel and your page and all that. When did it start? And uh, Well, actually, tell me about yourself first. Yeah, so I'm uh, 22 years old. I just graduated from Sanford in Birmingham, working 9 to 5 job, or 8 to 5 job now. Uh, yeah. You know, the, the grind, still trying to you know catch my uh catch my big break in nascar and moving to charlotte at some point we'll see what happens but you know it's just my fan now doing a little talk on the side and that's that's about it right there um and you say trying to make it to nascar you're obviously trying to make it in media or some some sort like that you know yeah. I, most people i talk to they're trying to make it in driving and one way or the other and um you know somebody like you I'm, I'm assuming like you said you're trying to make it some sort of the media side yeah marketing and you're um behind the wall media is a pretty big team you got three or four people right yeah we've got four uh four hosts so we've got me uh jay young josh slate adam thomas uh and it's kind of like a rotating group week mm-hmm. in a week out because it's you know four guys four diff- totally different schedules we try to you know stay con- consistent with tuesday nights you know some some pops up but we've got three other people that can jump in we've also got you know, others that can also jump on, you know, Steve Alfont, uh and Ben Elia as of recent. You know, we've just got a big rotating cast of guys who love NASCAR, and, you know, they, we can talk your ear off about NASCAR. Yeah. That's what, that's what make us, makes it special because we're just fans talking about something that we love. That's awesome. Um, and how long ago did it start? Uh, about two years ago, we – I think it was 20, 2019. We really? came up with a random idea. It's like, hey, we're friends. We like NASCAR. Let's talk about it. So – we bought super cheap mics off Amazon. Uh, got You're the talking whole, into the one, whole yeah. setup, <laughs> and uh, we think we did two episodes, recorded it. Uh, we could, we didn't even know how to get on Spotify. It was yeah. so bad, so we put it's it on SoundCloud. It was. I'm pretty sure they're still out there. You know, you've only got a certain amount of time before I find them, figure out the login information for SoundCloud, and take them down because they were that bad. That cringy. Uh, oh, oh my god! So, I, I was listening to one. I had uh, about a couple months thirty ago. of them. They're that so way, bad. So don't feel bad. But. Uh, so we did two episodes, and it wasn't very good. Couldn't really do anything with it, so we oh, we quit. And then once COVID happened, we had nothing to do. So we're like, oh, let's, just, back let's up. talk about Pro Invitational. Yeah. You know, we, we've got nothing to do. we got some NASCAR iRacing. Let's talk about it, you know. So we got back into that, and then NASCAR season started again, and we became an every week, every, uh, every week type deal. Uh, started talking to uh, different drivers, media members, uh, on the show, we had Mason Bailey. Shout out, Mason, if you're watching. Uh, oh, you I know, love Mason Bailey. He's got to turn that podcast sticker on the car. Does he really? Oh, yeah. Well, I wasn't supposed to tell you that because he, he might, may or might not have a behind-the-wall media sticker on the car. I don't know. That's Josh was saying he was working on that. But I didn't I didn't know where we were at with that just because I'm not hey. – I'm 
south side's gone so i don't have means know, to get to a track any anywhere close south know, Richmond. And that's only twice a year no that's all good uh i was just doing a soft flex on you there for a second that was a big flash yeah i know it's my bad um and it matches his car too just the color scheme and all and it's right there on the b pillar just yeah we got to one up you now so we're gonna wrap his car <laughs> yeah, do his hood yeah uh full wrap that's awesome Find uh, fire suit when did you become a racing fan dude it's been when you were a kid or kid really? so we i grew up uh my i think it was my my older brother he's super into cars and i don't really know how nascar got into the family but i'm pretty sure it was him and he just you know it was like hey i want to watch this so we started watching on tv and then started going to races i think my first race was back in 2004 uh i went to the the bush series race back in the day at richmond or something yeah at richmond you're from um, around here yeah so i grew up going to richmond uh so we would uh we would go my mom would pack up the car with uh three kids uh and you know we'd get to the track but it was it was interesting because i'm obviously don't remember too much about uh being that young and going to nascar races but my mom uh she would explain is or she would tell us that we'd get to the track my older brother and i would look around see guys with shirts off and be like yeah i'm gonna do that too so we'd take our shirts off and we'd be like you know four and four five and seven years old waving our shirts around because we're at a nascar race so yeah i think the uh it was truly a special moment getting to go to the bush series race twice a year and you know always wanted to go to the cup series race because that's where michael waltrip raced and it was something you want to see because we'd get there and watch them qualify and it was cool seeing them on the track for two laps but then you don't see them again so mm-hmm. you know just growing up being able to, to uh you know dream about going back to the track uh tailgating all day getting all the freebies the bajillion sharpies we used to get back when sharpie was a sponsor oh yeah 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 you know, it's, and all oh, guys. those were the days but you know it's, it's something i grew up doing i fell off a little bit Henry in the, the, uh, the early uh yeah Henry, you fell the, off a little Henry bit. the fly needs to get out what, of here. Throughout, what, throughout middle years, you fell off a little bit as yeah, a fan? Yeah, you know, I still loved NASCAR. I loved going to races, but I wasn't, you know, watching every single week just because I had better things to do. I was playing travel baseball, and I was gone most weekends. So I fell off there for a bit. But as I got to late high school and to college, that's when it really ramped back up. And I don't think I've missed a cup race, at least listened to it or watched it on TV or my phone in probably about four years now. So wow, um, the, the commitment's real. I just it's it's so much fun to watch. I love the atmosphere, the smells, the sounds, the fans, the experience. It's it's tough to beat. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, yeah, that's impressive though, because I mean, granted, you know, I've got a lot going on in my life too, but I don't. I mean, four years without missing one of them, that's good, dude. It's tough, and that's what I'm. I think uh, sometimes not to complain or don't let me uh, don't. This isn't a pity party, but sometimes I'm lacking that a little bit as I can't keep up with it as much. Or I, I probably could do it a little bit better if I listened to it at work or something like that yeah. instead of a certain other podcast. But um, it's just a lot to keep up with to stay on top of it. Y'all do every Tuesday, you said? Yeah, every week, every Tuesday. Yeah. Monday, and Tuesday, Wednesday. It depends on depends on when people are available. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah especially with four people, if y'all plan on y'all do it every all four of y'all every week. Yep. When we y'all try, can. yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, there's going to be some weeks where it's three of y'all or whatever. Um, and who produces it? Like, who y'all have a website and everything? Y'all are really legit. Who produces it? Who does the website? Who keeps up with the social media? Yeah, so it's it's a collaborative effort. I I focus on you know the the putting together the the content ideas for the podcast. I do the editing and I'll post it. Uh, Josh does a lot of the copywriting. Uh, he keeps up with the website, writes articles. We've also got a this guy who jumped on and has been doing some writing for us, Henry Loomis or uh, Harry Loomis. So we've got we got a writer now. It's pretty sweet, but. Uh, then we got Jay. He'll help on social media and you know Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. That's a that's a collaborative effort. Everyone posts on it. We'll live tweet races. So 
you know, I don't think there's there's one thing that uh, I mean besides Josh keeping up with the website and me doing the editing and pro, uh, production side of the podcast. You know, everyone's intertwined and we we all help out and do things and you know try to make it big. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I, I follow another podcast. It's like four guys. I think it's down to three right now, but still, it's they all collaborate and do it all together, and it kind of helps because. You just have more to bounce ideas off of, and three people helping to put together the whole show and produce it, or makes it more create interesting. content. Yeah, it's tough. I don't. Well, I've been I've been close before, getting to the point where I think, well, you know, maybe I have to do a show on my own. And I, I, I sit there, and you know, in my head, I'm like, I could I could do it. I can I can talk NASCAR, and then I get closer, and the idea comes to my head. I'm like, no, that's gonna be the worst episode of all time because who wants to listen to just me talk for an hour? Of, um, some some people might. I mean, if you uh, have enough information if There's, you kill, if you kill these flies i'll give you ten dollars but uh if you have enough material and if you're knowledgeable enough i mean it depends um i guess on your fan base and you know how big of a role you play in the show but um i'm sure it's mostly equal and i'm sure that uh i think it's possible i mean i've done them i do them all the time not all the time but i do them pretty oftenly um and as long as i have enough material written down i can't just depend on what they're doing but um, it, it goes just as fine, but it's always easier to have a guest, especially when it's a new guest like you that it's easy to ask questions about because, you know, we're new to each other. But yeah. um, sorry for all the flies. I was explaining to him before I got pizza Lunchables, spilled all over the floor and lemonade and stuff like that. Not visibly, but it's cleaned up, but the flies are still all up in here. And like I said, they just multiply. You get one dude. or two and then you all of a sudden you've got 10,000 flies in here and you, know, you start naming them. Uh, you've you've got to get uh you got to get start here with Henry the Fly. Okay, well uh, I don't that agree, I don't agree on the name, but you know it's before cool. I met you, I met, I met you, and then <laughs> I, I'll now change the name of the fly. Uh, um, we'll call it Josh the Fly. There's a few of them now though, and I've at least seen two. So yeah, I also have the door open, so I'm kind of I shot myself in the foot there. Um, so either way, you said you had Mason on. Like, what is uh? Do you have a favorite episode or a favorite guest or like a favorite? Um any of it favorite yeah. segment the all day do segments or yeah we do di- different segments that you know it changes throughout the year because uh, we used to do like trivia and you know it's tough finding trivia questions after a while and you, you i've come up with a better idea to spice things up but i think favorite segment or episode uh I, this is kind of like a two episodes time span so like i said we did trivia uh there's one week asked question about what county kentucky speedway was in and you know you get one or you get yes. a, the first one to answer gets a point so jay and josh it was just us three at this point they were going uh and no one could get the answer all of a sudden josh pulls that out of his butt sparta kentucky i'm like wait a second because i didn't even know that I'm, I'm pretty decent with american geography and i'm like i don't i don't think that's legit especially after he said some random county that wasn't even you know close i don't even think there's that county in kentucky so mm-hmm. it's like you know what this is this is interesting and then so it's like, yeah, yeah, you're you're suspended, and then as the show pro- that episode progressed, the idea of a suspension became funnier and funnier. So at the end of this episode, we're like, yeah, yeah, you're suspended for a week. <laughs> so fast forward to the next week, we uh, devised a plan behind the scenes with uh, between Jay and I to hold a trial, like a you know like a yeah, actual judging court, court trial. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we uh, we told Josh that he was coming on and he was, we we're going inter- to interview him and talk about. Uh, you know, his suspension, what he's learned so far. And uh, so we got, we start, we record the episode and invited Josh to the, uh, to the website and the, uh, the software we use. He comes on, 
and then I kind of lead up to, you know, this is an interview. want to see where we're at. And I just stop, play the law and order sound and we're in a trial. So we had, a we had, a I was, I was the judge. Steve Alfont was a bailiff. Uh, and we just started bouncing questions off him. So, you know, we called it, uh, the people versus Josh Slate. And we kind of <laughs> copied the, uh, the, yeah. the, uh, whatever it's called, the, uh, the, poster i guess for the people versus oj yeah. to a t and it was probably one of the funnier episodes we've had in a while and i don't think yeah, we're fun. ever going to be able to top that but it's you know it's little things i like that that really make podcasting fun and it's you know we talk about nascar but we also do you know just, just joke stuff. around yeah, yeah. it's it, like hot sauce burn your face off yeah. i do don't yeah. don't i drink an egg i do a beer and egg sometimes beer and egg like raw you, you raw combine egg. them raw egg right in the beer why content okay if it's if it's content i'm cool with that but i do it on the podcast i don't do it in the mornings for work i was about to say if if you're if this is something you regularly do just because you like it then we may have issues but if you're if you're doing it just for content i understand that that's cool but i was about to i did it okay make a beeline to my car if you're drinking beer and eggs no 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 no. raw eggs oh yeah it's raw but uh and one night we drank too many bud lights on the podcast and i had a buddy that used to say he used to do them like that all the time he used to work out and he would never cook them because he didn't have time so i ended up doing three of them that night i think he did three or four i did three it was pretty ruthless yeah it was like one of okay right there one of them the last and final one was literally cracked off the table right into the mouth no beer remember five bucks per fly if you kill them I'm getting, yeah, there's I'm two getting, of them. I'm getting they're close. over on your side though. Yeah, they're you smell too good. They're attracted to beauty. Yeah, exactly. Um, and y'all are really big on Twitter too. I was uh gonna ask you about that. Y'all are huge on Twitter. How did that uh become? Because it's hard to get big on Twitter, dude. I have like nine Super hard. Twitter. So I mean, what you were telling me a little bit before the podcast, what y'all have done to kind of, um, and that's I think the best platform to get big on right now. Yeah. Um, I'd say either that or TikTok, and TikTok's interesting because. You know, the, you know, you've got your NASCAR fan base, and you see a NASCAR video, and every single comment is like, "Oh, I'm on NASCAR TikTok now. This is great. I, uh, I'm commenting to stay on NASCAR TikTok." But you know, we we started one expecting to you know get kind of big on that, and it you know it's just just classic social media. You got to get lucky, you got to hit the point, and then you start to grow after that. So Twitter was the first social media site we were on. Uh, we started out with like 50 followers, nothing too impressive. You know, just getting a uh, you know random tweets out. So we started pondering the idea of, you know, promoting tweets. And we're like, okay, well, we could pay $50 and this will get put in front of, or this specific tweet will get put in front of 5,000 people. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, they'll see it, but how do we know that they're going to follow? You know, are we just going to throw $50 away because uh, Twitter puts in front of a bunch of, uh, bunch of soccer fans who don't care about NASCAR? Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Are we going to waste the money? We don't, we're a bunch of college students. We don't have that much money. So, we, we sat there for a bit, and I was like, you know what? I used to do social media for Chick-fil-A, uh, the one I used to work at. And I was like, uh, doing contests always brought new followers in because, you know, even if it's something super simple like an ice cream cone, it's free. People are going to enjoy that. So we would uh, – I'd go on eBay and buy like a $10 Dale Jr. Hero card and put it up there. Uh, we got this beautiful Hero card. Uh, we're giving away retweet like follow and tag three friends and then you know we get 60 followers for that and it's it's a high because as soon as you do one you're like okay well when when are we doing the next one i want to see these followers take up uh start taking up because you know even with just the regular nascar tweets it's it's tough to really 
get people in because they'll they'll like it, but they don't yeah, follow. Now you're like, like Mr. Beast, like I'm giving away a car. Yeah. It's like, whoa, now hold on. Like it's it's a it's a it's a narrow path because once you get to the point where you're known for just giving away stuff, then that's all stop. they're gonna want. And you know, you I probably would have gone down that path. So. But uh, Josh would be screaming in my ear, don't do the giveaways. And I'm like, ah, but giveaways are pretty sweet. And no. I wouldn't do the giveaway. Yeah, so, no. uh, you know, I've, I've bought different stuff on eBay, hero cards. Uh, I bought a freaking Daryl Waltrip, like, signed picture. Like, it's got an actual, like, wood uh, frame. And we had a contest, like, as soon as we got to 600 followers, we are going to give it away. We didn't get to 600 followers. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to keep it because it's pretty sweet. <laughs> All right, well, I'll give you – if I've got it – oh, damn, everything's already packed up. I forgot that I've had – normally I've got the whole back wall here is, like, littered in NASCAR stuff, so you're not getting the full experience right now. But I might have a Michael Waltrip Hot Wheel that you can have um, if you're a big Michael Waltrip fan. What's Huge. up, by the way? Michael Frazier, Cameron Ruggles, Jordan Bell, um, Dean Leslie, what's up, buddy? Derek Hoke, uh, what's up? Um, who else? Did I miss somebody? What's up, Patrick Fre- uh, Fisher? If you're still there, but um, all right. Well, that's interesting, and that's I can I, I will try to. I think the box is right there, but I'll try to give you something to give away on your uh, one of your episodes. Let's do like I've a, got some let's do a swap. Stuff. I got to. Or is Josh Slate going to cuss me out? He's going to mess me like we're not he, doing he giveaways might, anymore. He might. He's he's a scary guy at times. Is he? Yeah, he's scary. He's going to come in here. We're going to do a f- uh, fist fight. For I would love to see a fist fight with Josh. And we've got we've gotten to the or you you no y- y'all too. I don't like fighting people. Me neither. I got punched at Talladega one time. Did you? It was you? not fun. Yeah. It was stupid. Did, were you the one that worked at Talladega for a yeah. while as an intern? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was that like? And how did you get the job there? I guess so you were already fun. down in Alabama. Yeah, I was down in Alabama. It was wild because I wasn't actively looking for a new internship just because I was working for the athletic department doing social media. And it was random. Uh, one of my fr- uh, one of my friends I knew from freshman year forwarded me an email that Talladega had sent to the JMC department. I'm business, so I obviously didn't get that, but it was a consumer marketing internship. And she was like, hey, I know you like NASCAR. Are you interested? I'm like, yeah, this is actually pretty sweet, but it's still 45 minutes away. And it's not even like a, you know, back roads, 45 minutes. It's 45 miles, 45 minutes. So I drive a forerunner, terrible gas mileage in Alabama because the roads are up and down, up and down. Mm -hmm. So... I sat there for a bit, and I was like, you know what, screw it. I'm, I'm going to apply. So send them my resume uh, or email told them I was interested, send them a resume. They, uh, they came, got back to me, and uh, they, I think I had two interviews. And I didn't tell them then, but I was, I was so confident that I could sit there and talk NASCAR with a track and, you know, get this job that was laying in my bed on, like, just leaning back on my cell phone doing an interview for Talladega just laying in bed it was the wildest thing ever but that is wild so second interview uh after the first one they were like what's your availability and you know I'm a full-time student taking 18 credit hours so I was like I can do uh Monday Wednesday Friday after uh my last class I could be there like 12 30 so working Monday Wednesday Friday for four hours a week because it wasn't even till five because they work off of this back when they're ISC so they're working off of uh east coast time with daytona and charlotte so some for some reason they're like okay we like you and they got me to come on and uh so i was consumer marketing intern um and it was interesting because i was expecting like a formal orientation getting there you know this is what you're going to be doing uh these are the people you're gonna be working with and my boss was like here's a youtube and here's a list of links watch all these talladega commercials i'm like okay that's cool 
So I spent three hours watching Talladega commercials, which I'd already seen about 90%, you know, because yeah. I'm a NASCAR fan. I, I remember seeing all these different Talladega commercials, but, I mean, getting paid to watch Talladega commercials is pretty sweet. So, so it was an internship, but it was paid? Yeah. Okay, I was good. making bare minimum. I was not – there was no profit off this internship yeah. because I would spend whatever money, money I made on gas. So it was strictly for the pleasure of me – and uh, you know the experience, you yeah, know, maybe the meeting someone, experience uh, and the, um, you know, yeah, the experience, yeah, so. like getting to design uh, different banner ads that I'd see on YouTube, like logging onto YouTube and seeing something you designed is one of the coolest things ever, especially if you're not the one paying for it. So I would see like a Talladega uh, race ad, and it would be something I designed. I'm like, okay, that's pretty sweet. And or, uh, you know, we did an event with Cole Custer at a go kart track basically like a g-force the old g-force or thunderbolt so it was indoor go-karts and uh yeah i was there taking pictures so i was in the middle of the track just basically following cole custer with my camera and uh my boss is like hey you want to race him i'm like yeah so i don't in richmond or one in alabama alabama autobahn so i jump in this go-kart i'm wearing khakis and a polo like just not not ready to race, but I was like I cannot pass up on this opportunity to race yeah. Cole Custer, like yeah. fight for the championship in Xfinity at this point. So I would I would be very upset with myself if I didn't do it. So I jump in the go kart, uh, we race. I thought I was insanely fast. Thought I was gonna be top of the leaderboard, and then we get out and we're the last couple laps. I got stuck behind this person who you know was hogging the preferred line. It really sucked. It was pissing me off. I was kind of like banging the. Uh, steering wheel just because yeah. i knew that cole was going to find a way to be faster than me so we get out i get the results of course he finishes with a like average time a tenth better than me but i had the faster lap so i'll, I'll you keep owe me five dollars yeah oh did you get one yeah i got one oh. keep going but either way, uh, he gets out he's got yeah the- so he he got the best average time i had faster lap time so i've still got the uh the piece of paper in my car so whenever I'm riding with a NASCAR fan, I'll be like, hey, check this out. Well, I was just saying, well, that's how they judge it is by whoever has the fast slap time usually anyway. I had two I, right there. I oh, my so. God. I could you have been should have smashed bucks. them. Yeah, no. Yeah. I know you, but. Um, oh, Amanda says Roll Tide. Roll you big, Tide. Are you a big uh, Alabama? Were Huge. you a big Alabama fan before you went to college yeah. there? Is that what yeah, made so the decision? My, my mom's from Alabama. My dad went to Alabama, or uh, went to Sanford, same college I went to. So he spent time in Alabama. He developed a love for the Tide. And uh, when I was around nine, Dude, this is a full fight we got going on in here, man. I know, it's this, like is fight, this is the worst thing it's ever jazz. been. It's so distracting. It's great. I love Sorry. It. Yeah, um, it just adds the end. Uh, yeah. So when I started watching football, it was uh, the 2008 season, and it was a great season to start on because they were winning, and then it was heartbreaking at the end of the season. But that's when I really started following football, and you know, roll tide till I die. Oh yeah. RMFT. Damn, I'm gonna have to go get my Razorbacks hat on or something. Oh, it's in storage. You better be glad. This is a season to break it out. They're no, pretty I know. good. I know. Well, um, I break it out rarely enough anyway, but I try to break it out at least once a season. I'm not a, a bandwagoner, but my family's from Arkansas, some of it. What part? Uh, well, not Little Rock. Hamburg, I guess, would be where they're technically from. Okay. My brother-in-law's family's from Bentonville. Mm, I don't know it that well, but you, you see, part of y'all's family's from Arkansas, too? No, uh, brother-in-law. So his oh. his family lives in Arkansas. The only reason I remember Bentonville is because Walmart. That's like where I guess Walmart headquarters is. So. Is that your wife's brother or your my, brother's uh, wife? My s- older sister's husband. Okay. Um. Yeah, I was curious. You're pretty young. Yeah. What is your? So you used to go to Southside Speedway a lot. Who was your favorite driver back in the day when you were a kid? NASCAR. 
No, Southside Speedway local guys. Uh, when you were a kid before, you know. Okay, so this is interesting because, you know, going to Southside, I didn't go enough to where I could really, like, develop a love for a certain driver. I based it totally off of scheme and whether they're good or not. So, uh, Zero Car, Chris Dotson? Mm-hmm. Okay, Chris Dotson. Yeah, that was my guy, that Williamsburg scheme. We are talking about beforehand. That thing was so sweet. But I'd take uh, – I'd go there with Jay probably – twice a season and we'd sit in the grandstands and make bets on each race you know we'd pick a car number who went on the pole to finish higher up yeah and uh, you know that luckily both times i went chris wasn't on the pole so i can i was like zero that's my guy yeah, so i was yeah. i was just cleaning up on jay like jay the other guy from behind the wall yeah and so are all four of you guys from around here uh josh jay and i are and okay. then adam i met at college and uh you know jay and i used to work at chick-fil-a together and then we were racing nascar on xbox and that's how we met jay i mean josh so um it's it's wild how all of us kind of converged and we uh we became friends and started doing this podcast but it's the old chick-fil-a or the new one the new one okay yeah um all right so chris Dotson, maybe you're gonna watch that episode on the way home where i had chris Dotson on yeah um find good you're not that far i'd say you're not that far away i got 10 minutes yeah um what about did you i'm sure you keep up with it what happened at Dominion on Saturday night as far as the wreck? No idea. No idea? No idea. What? The only, like, Dominion clip I've seen in a while is, uh, and uh, Josh is going to kill me, because I missed this interview, first of all, because uh, I was had something going on, but uh, the only Dominion clip I've seen of recent is the uh, the driver who jumps into the windshield. Uh, he jumps off the uh, or off the uh, the safer barrier. And You've does had a him on your show. Yeah. I Doug went Barnes Jr. I've had yeah, him on I, here. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't there for the interview. I I put it on the podcast and listened to it, but uh, I've seen that oh, so video. You weren't there for the episode. Yeah, yeah. I was. I was busy. I had every intention of being oh. there for that for that interview, but I missed it because I had something going on. Oh, dude, Air Doug's a legend. You gotta. Yeah, yeah. the video's hilarious. Oh yeah, I he's loved a it. Funny guy. I love. I love. Like yeah, that he made the drive aggression. all the way down here from Dominion one night, and somebody he was like a mile away, and somebody clipped his rear view mirror and Ooh. blew it off. Yeah, like that's, literally that's classic. shattered it. That's classic. Uh, I don't even know what road. Koala? Spring Run. Spring Run. Okay. But, uh, but, yeah, I felt bad. Um, okay, so Saturday night at Dominion. Um, let me just try to break it down for you, and you guys tell me if I'm telling it right. Is there a fan? Uh, there's a couple of people. Uh, there was John Goyne, Peyton Sellers. Do you know those two drivers? No. John Dude, you're, you, y'all are going to kill me. I'm, I'm a big NASCAR guy, and I really need... But not the local we have, scene. We have, a, we have a series called Behind the Roots, and my knowledge of the Roots drivers, <laughs> besides Mason Bailey and Chris Dodson halfway, <laughs> I'm Doug, lacking so much. I'm the fakest... Doug Jr. I am the fakest Behind the Roots guy, because okay. I, I don't know anything. That's okay. It sucks. I'm sorry, guys. Don't be. Because I don't know as much about NASCAR, and I never talk about true NASCAR on the show. I should talk about it more, but it seems like I never do. Um, which I'm going to get to next about who your favorite NASCAR driver now and stuff like that. Okay. But all right, so John Goins, Peyton Sellers, they're neck and neck. John Goins on the inside, Peyton Sellers on the outside. They're coming around the last two laps, final turn, final lap. They touch going into turn three. Peyton Sellers starts to spin out. John Goins kind of he comes back down the track into John Goyne and into two other drivers that are coming up the third and fourth place driver John Goyne kind of goes through him hits the wall stays in the gas never loses momentum across the checkered finish line and is awarded the win goes to victory lane gets the guitar it's like a specialty race Ooh. there's a guitar trophy all kinds of shit 
So he goes and collects the trophy and gets the victory lane reward. Um, and then three days later on Tuesday, which is when the official results come out, they announced that he is not the winner of the race, not because he did the 26th Peyton Sellers dirty, because in my opinion, the pictures I can see and the videos I can see, and apparently he's notorious for it, Peyton Sellers came down on him coming into turn three. Yeah. And usually John Goyne will either go down to the apron or back out and not hold his line, which is fine. I've, you know, everybody's been there. You don't always stick it in there and hold yeah. it. Well, in the last turn of the last lap, in my opinion, you always do. And, yeah, he, and he did. And when he did that, like I said, chaos, chaos erupted and four cars are pretty much totaled. So they awarded the fifth place driver with the win. Because the first place driver, Cole, I mean, uh, they awarded Cole Bruce the win, fifth place driver. I guess he was fifth, I think. Um, because the first place driver, John Goyne, uh, was involved in the wreck. He, he pulled into victory lane, and his car was literally halfway missing a wheel and destroyed. So like an Almondinger type deal from Bristol. Well, do you remember the Bubba Pollard, Stephen Nassi incident at the Snowflake Derby? Sort of. Steven Nassie drove into turn three on the final turn of the last lap and squared him up rear to rear, never got underneath him, never, you know, tried to dump him, just pushed him up the track. And when he did that, Bubba Pollard kind of realized that he was now going to lose the race and decided to just loop it down into Steven Nassie yeah. and try to take him out. It was not successful in doing so. So Steven Nassie goes on to win the race. Now, however, per certain short track i wouldn't say that this exists in real nascar because we've seen it happen before where drivers wreck each other in the last and final lap in short track rules if you're involved in the caution on the last lap you remove to the rear of the field oh that sucks and it doesn't really make sense no. so when the steven nassi bubba pollard incident happened everybody was irate and did not agree with the call and did not support the track and it was a big race and again um, if that's going to be the rule, you guys knew that that was the rule the night of when it happened. It doesn't take a rocket scientist or yeah. even replays to figure out that he was involved in that crash. Consistency. It, well, so now Dominion has the same exact thing happen. And Stephen Nassie was able to go to victory lane that night and accept that big trophy and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So that's the problem, and that's why I compare it to that. Um, so they're going to use the rule that, oh, well, the 90 was involved in the wreck on the final turn of the final lap, so he has now moved the rear of the field per our NASCAR rules. Well, that's fine, but if you didn't know that at the end of the race, as everybody was pulling around after the you know checkered flag, you little, I mean, you don't even have to have both eyeballs. Literally, yeah. one will do, and you can tell he's literally, I mean, the, car, the, 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 the whole front of the car is sparking. Yeah, I mean, one eyeball, half a brain. That's all it takes. Literally, and you know, oh, the 90, the 26, those were two cars that were part of the wreck. The Zero that's fucking wadded up into a tin can. And the, what was it? The Double Zero, I think. Chase Burrow, maybe, was the other one that was involved in the wreck. In fourth. So all four of these cars are demolished, destroyed. They're all going to be counted as to the back of the pack because they were involved in the wreck, which is apparently the rule... Since 2016, per Dominion. So do they do they qualify you as involved in a wreck if you get hit? You don't spin out, but you have damage. Are you part of the wreck then in their eyes? Is there a wreck? Or It depends on if you caused the wreck. Okay. But even if you didn't... See, that this is the problem. is Somebody can drive down on you, spin themselves out, 
and now you're a part of the wreck and you did nothing wrong. Yeah, that's wrong. stupid. Just if like, spin, just like Stephen Nassie yeah. hit him square to square in the ass to move him up the track. He decided to light the tires up and dump himself. Bubba Pollard, this is. He decided to light the tires up and dump himself, try to wreck himself into Stephen Nassie to take him out. And it didn't work out. So now they blame Stephen Nassie when all he did was bump a car in the back bumper. Literally, all he did was just drive in, bump him in the back bumper, and now he's disqualified from the race? I'd be throwing beer cans on the front stretch. And the entire racing community was. So now this happens at Dominion against Sellers. And I'll go ahead and say it. They're golden boy. They're pony boy because he won't even accept my fucking friend request. <laughs> fuck this guy right now. And he didn't even make this call, so it's yeah. not his fault. But really, I mean, I've had people contact him. Fuck him. So now because their golden boy gets... You know, he didn't even... Oh, you almost had him. Oh, close. There's three of them now. I killed one, and now there's three? They okay, multiply. Fuck. So, anyway, you can apparently, if, you, if you're like this on somebody, you can just drive down across their shit and dump yourself. Yeah. And now you have cost them, yourself, and whatever cars behind you that are caught up in the carnage, the race. John Glenn was lucky enough to be able to drive through him, smack the wall, destroy his car, and total it, and then drive to victory. I mean, drive past the start finish line, and that's why they awarded him the win. He never lost momentum. He pretty much got wrecked by the twenty six, if you ask some people. And either way, it's just it's erupted now because Tuesday was yesterday. That's when they come out the, with the official results. I'd be so pissed off. Well, who are you pissed off for? Are you pissed off for? Him, who the wind got stolen from? Well, yeah, no. Well, or are you be, pissed off for I'd the be. young driver Cole Bruce, who now is awarded the win but never got the victory lane experience, doesn't get the trophy? I'd be pissed off for both of them, like going multiple days without like thinking you're the winner, <laughs> and all of a sudden she yanked from you. And then second of all, the uh, the the driver who was awarded the win, you don't get to celebrate. It's a big big race. You know, that's why I feel like... And it could boost your whole career if yeah. you have Victory Lane pictures for your sponsors, for exactly. yourself, for your team. But like, that's why I feel bad for even like Chase Elliott because he wins the championship and there's no one in the stands because COVID. Yeah. You know, you don't get the full experience. So I feel bad for these people. That don't, they, they want it, but they don't get to experience, you know, the, the pomp and circumstance of being in Victory Lane. And, you know, that's that was one of my biggest qualms with NASCAR is they, when they used to do the inspections away from the track. So you get to Tuesday and they'd find something wrong mm -hmm. and... All of a sudden, second place driver wins the race, and you're like, "Well, that sucks." If especially if you're a fan of that driver, but it really sucks for the driver who didn't get to do Watch the burnout. Watch their driver and, win, you know, be a part of victory lane, get the pictures, like you said, because the sponsors they want to see their car in victory lane. Well, here's the thing: is that's always going to be a thing. That's always going to be a problem because you can't help post race inspection and disqualifications because of that. Yeah. See, this wreck happened before the race was over, mm -hmm. and as as the race ended. And if that's going to be the rule that anybody involved in the wreck on the last lap is now moved to the rear of the field, well, it would only take, I mean, not even a second, just the thought in your head, a tenth of a second, yeah. that, oh, that car that's sparking and the wheels hanging off of it, and that I saw him literally as the main part of the wreck, well, he's a wrecked car, part of the wrecked car of the field. He moves to the rear of the field. He is not allowed to go down to victory lane and do celebratory stuff. So Nothing is it, against is it him. Dominion's call? It was Dominion's call on Tuesday, but not Saturday night when they knew yeah. the rule. They knew what the rule was on Saturday night. They watched what happened, and then they just told him, hey, go to Victory Lane anyway, celebrate, get your you know guitar trophy, celebrate with your family for two days, and then, oh, hey. Um, you know there's that rule, by the way, that if you're involved in the wreck on the last lap, it's like, oh, uh, that rule that you all knew about on Saturday night too? Why did you all even let me go down to Victory Lane? Like, this is the biggest shit show I've ever heard of. It's just, right. it's sounds just like sounds like we need to get we need to 
get in touch with Josh because he's he's a Dominion boy and we need to go beat him up or something because that's stupid. Does he make that decision? He worked for you Dominion. Fly on your head. Which 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 quadrant? Right on the A. Right. I didn't want to not. Ooh, did you get it? Did I get it? I don't know. I just didn't want to no. leave. You. I didn't want to leave you like Mike Pence, where you know. What I mean, yeah. Now you're a but, meme or something. Well, I mean, if I, that's, I probably have that's one of free. That's free publicity right there. Yeah, I mean, that's if true. I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Become a meme. I have one on me. Yeah, I mean, if I if did I'm you a get meme, it? no, I thought oh, so. Shit. I had a piece strain. Say we're even if you did. Shed one. But um, but yeah, it's just I don't know what it, I, I know that it's kind of news to you, but obviously it's it's not ran in NASCAR because they do green white checkered in NASCAR. They would have just pulled this back to a green white checkered. Yeah. But at Dominion and apparently some other local you know nascar tracks when the white flag comes out no matter what it is whether it's the caution the checkered flag whatever that's that's the next the next flag that comes out is the end of the race yeah well then if that's nascar then they wouldn't have green white checkers would they well no no it's so green white checkers you go to you go uh go to green with two laps left and then you race around and then once you take the white flag anything after that that's a caution that at that flag ends the race. Yeah, okay. So you've so got one, you've got one lap of, you know, chaos. That's on a green white to... checker. Is that the way yeah. it is on a regular like yeah, so what you... if it's on the last lap of a regular NASCAR race? Yeah, regular NASCAR race. If there's a caution on the last lap, then that that's the race. race. Yeah, that's race. And is it whoever's in the lead at that time per transponders or is it whoever's not involved in the wreck? Transponders. I you know, I think it's if you're involved in the wreck, uh you I don't, you know, I don't, I don't know the the rules of that because I mean, you know, I don't know, I don't know the last Kyle time. Kyle Busch wrecked Kyle Larson and slammed his shit up in the wall and yeah, kept on going. I don't, I I don't mean, know the. I don't think. I think if if they get into a scuffle, uh, it doesn't matter if they wreck. Whoever crosses the line first wins. But if it's if the whole if all the leaders are wrecking and they throw the caution as the leaders are wrecking, I don't know who claims the win. If you know you got Kyle Larson out front, but he's sideways, and you've got uh, Martin Truex like maybe 50 feet back and he's going straight. I don't know who you award the win to. So I don't, I don't know the last time I've ever, I've seen that happen. So I I have no idea. Well, a perfect example would have been the night before when AJ Allmendinger was involved in a massive wreck coming to the start finish line and was awarded the win. Yeah. That's a win right there. I think it's when they, because they didn't call caution for that. Oh, they didn't. No, they, they went across the line. So if they if they called a caution, that'd be interesting if they would give Almondinger the win. I even think that they would because they yeah. don't have like a oh because you were in the I mean you crossed the start finish line first as the wreck was happening. Yeah, you win the race. That's yeah. common sense to most people, but it's becoming a big thing on the Dominion because it's like if that's the rule, that's fine. But why did you ever let the ninety go to victory lane? Yeah, you, know, you that need, wouldn't the, make you need any the consistency. Well, mm-hmm. and, and they're like. We can't do that up in the you know the tower. It took three videos and three days to figure this out. It's like to figure what out. The rule is if they're involved in the caution, they don't go down there. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I understand that AJ Allmendinger's situation is different, but they do it differently in NASCAR than they do in the short track local scene, in my opinion. Because yeah. you can be wrecking, you know, Kyle uh, Bush, Kyle Larson at Chicagoland, all that kind of stuff. As long as you're in lead when the caution comes out, that's all that matters. Yeah, and I don't think with that Chicagoland they. They didn't call a caution, so that that makes sense. But if they did call a caution, I'd be curious to see who the winner of the race would be because they base it off. Still of, would be Kyle Busch. They base it off of the scoring loop. So whichever scoring zone they passed, whoever Last. was leading at that point would be the race winner. But you know, it's it's one of those deals. And I I uh, say it all the time. You know, you just you never know. Their you can scoring loops speculate. are pretty frequent, though, aren't they? Yeah, I don't they know. Like 10, I don't know the frequency. Fifteen per lap or something. I have no idea. The technical side, I. Can't believe you, Henry. You don't even I know. know. I, I know. I know drivers. What's up, and, yeah, it sucks. Um, who's your favorite NASCAR driver now? 
Oh, that's a good one. I go with uh, Chase Elliott just because, you know, Napa, I'm a big Michael Walsher fan growing up, so it makes makes sense. I like Chase. I, I was a big Hendrick hater back in the day when Gordon and Johnson were winning every single race. But, uh, you know, as time goes on, I like, I like the Chevys. Uh, but I, I, I root for a host of drivers. Uh, you know, I, I don't I don't mind seeing Kurt Busch win. I, I love his scheme. That's why I'm a huge Kurt Busch fan on that. Then basically just because I like his personality – like the redemption story. I like his uh, paint scheme, but I, you know, probably about 40%, actually I'd say 70% of the drivers, I would not mind seeing win a race. Yeah. And I'd root for him just because it's, it's cool to see different drivers running and racing and winning. Yeah. Cameron Ruggles has a good point back there. Like Michael McDowell, like say if you're somebody that wreck, like you're at Talladega, the final, you know, the last night wrecks happen there all the time where, you know, somebody's trying to block you and you wreck them up into the wall you take the lead, and you win the race. They never yeah. call that back, even though you literally caused the caution. You essentially wrecked the dude up into the wall by accident. And it's never like, oh, that guy's disqualified for doing that. It's like, oh, that guy got the win. Yeah. And I think the last the last uh, example I can think of, you know, at a super speedway, even even after, the, uh, after a wreck happens with the leaders, it takes them a second to call the caution. So at that point, because you're going so fast – You've probably got five cars that have already passed you. So we look at what happened with uh, uh, Austin Dillon or uh, uh, what's his face, uh, Denny Hamlin. Uh, I mean, they, they're already out of the zone. They're not the ones caused uh, caught up in the wreck. So I, I think it'd be interesting to see you know a Talladega race or coming to the line the whole field wrecks. Like who wins at that point? Yeah, that's but a good point. I think ninety percent of the the like the the cautions at the end of the race, you already have a defined leader. Like, it's not, you know, you, you don't have two cars that are out in front half a lap. They wreck and they call caution, and then you wonder who wins that because it just hasn't happened. And well, it has – well, yeah, yeah. I mean, it has a couple of times. Like Cameron was saying, like, like I think Brad Kozowski's done it once too where he accidentally wrecked the, the first place. He was in second. He wrecked the leader. Yeah, Carl back Edwards. To the, well, that was a long time ago. I'm saying more recently. Um, who was it that literally – they didn't mean to. They were just literally following – Lugano? My, maybe. At Daytona 500? Maybe when he literally, you know, bumped yeah, somebody in the back and just yeah, it was, back it was Logano and he, yeah, because they that I think that was, you know, since COVID happened, all the dates start kind of they start running together. I think it was this season. That's because that w- they start the season with all this Penske drama, um, you know. But like once again, you already had someone passing you at that point. And they call the caution and you know that I don't even know if that ended the race. You know, I, I've gotten to the point now where. You know, everything just runs together. So it's tough to, like, pick out the specific moments. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like I said, if, if we get to the point where, you know, five, six cars that are all in the lead pack are wrecking and they call a caution, who wins? Is it the guy in seventh? Half straight way back? Be in, it wouldn't be in real NASCAR. Yeah. That it, would never happen. No shot. No. That's the problem that I'm having with it. There's a couple of the, these cars that were involved wreck cross the start-finish line. You know what I mean? And weren't awarded the win or any points or anything. Um, getting called out. Me, yeah. Well, I wrecked Cameron Muggles in the last turn of the last lap, but there was no caution there, Cameron. Um, sounds like y'all got some beef. <laughs> no, not anymore. It's beef under the bridge, as they say. He's been on the show a couple times since. Really? Um, last lap. I don't care. Who you are go for the lead. I agree. What about um? All right, so. Now that we've closed up with that, do you, do you pay attention at all to the Martinsville race going on this upcoming weekend? The uh, Valley Star? Yes. 
Uh, I'll watch it when I when I or if I get a chance to see it. I don't know if they're airing it on TV. Um, I think it's on some special platform you have to pay for. Uh, it's probably like uh, whatever. Oh, crap, what's pay per view or something? Um, it's like Speed Fifty One, Track Pass or something. Mm-hmm. Is it like, like the Peacock deal or whatever? It's not Peacock, but it's the. Uh, it's one of those two. It's uh, I know they got like their own Track Pass because that's what they show the uh, like a bunch of ARCA races on and then they re-air them. So uh, I don't know if I'm gonna be watching that live uh, Friday. Is that, is that Friday or Saturday? Saturday it should be. Okay. No, I think it's Sunday. Is it Sunday? Oh, usually. Um, possibly. I don't know. Cuz you know, I I've, I've never I'll I've never been a huge fan of like the local stuff just because it's, you know, it's rare that I go and it's not accessible to watch on TV sitting on the couch. It's it's tough to, you know, see these races and, you know, agree. get a you know, grow a love for it behind the season unless you're going to the track every weekend. Uh I was super busy during the summers when Southside was a thing and you know I'd go whenever I had a chance uh but even then it's it's tough to like really pick up on a driver because you don't interact with them you don't see them on tv uh you don't have a real I guess opportunity to meet them unless you go to the infield at Southside which I never uh got to do just because I was always there as the first I guess uh Bandolera started Mm -hmm. um so I've never I've never been uh, a huge fan of these uh, the lower series. I enjoy watching them when I get the chance in person, just because you know it's racing. I love I love racing. Doesn't matter what. Actually, I'm not going to say it doesn't matter what they're racing because there's some bad races out or bad sure. racing series out there. But yeah, we know. you know, stock cars, I'm all for it. I don't all care where day, I don't yeah, care yeah. where it's at. I'll watch I'll watch it if I'm able to attend the race or watch it on TV without paying money. Ronnie, have you ever driven a race car at all? No, I wish. Ronnie said, I'd never wreck somebody on the last lap because I'd rather not have to fix cars afterwards. Wreckers are checkers. That's why I got to yeah, say you, that. You can also wreck other cars in the last lap without wrecking yourself, bro. That's the whole point. You don't try to wreck yourself, Ronnie. Yeah, I think Michael that... Frazier said, I agree with that. It's like, yeah, well, of course. Everybody agrees with that. You don't try to wreck yourself. You don't even try to wreck the other car. You just try to manipulate them out of the win. I don't think either me or Cameron had to fix our cars, really. I mean, he he says he had to, like, we had to put the bumpers back on. It yeah. wasn't a big deal. Us. I think the, right. the closest I've been to driving a stock in, car. Like, My frame was bent. <laughs> the closest I've been to driving a stock car is when I was working at Talladega. Uh, had the opportunity of you know helping move cars, so I got to jump in the the seat of uh, one of the cars, and that, that was the closest I've gotten. Oh, so you know, bad. I always wanted to be a race car driver, and I chose baseball instead. I don't know why, but I mean, looking back now, you know, if I if I make it big in life and make a couple mil. Uh, and have some money Jesus. that I can spend on uh, spend on cars. I mean, yeah, I, you bet I'm going to be racing late models. Just oh yeah, you know that's what my uh, that's dream what, you've always had. Yeah, that's what you my neighbor. Somebody knows. by now to uh, let you drive a race car or something. I need to I need to figure out a way to do it because I would I would love just because I'm a racer myself. You you've know, had, whether it's you, on you bikes to or Michael scooters. Walter via podcast before. Yeah, saying you've had big guests and stuff. I'm trying somebody throughout. Mason Bailey needs to at least say, hey, one of these days that we're up at Dominion testing, I'll let you try. Yeah, back Mason, let me drive your car, dude. Yeah, dude. Well, you don't even have a sticker on it. You know, you, you know, dude, it's, it comes in I'll steps. Wrap, okay? I'll wrap half your car if you let me race. <laughs> right, one one race. This guy got the money. One race, and I'll win it for you. Oh, yeah. 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 It, well, and I think Dominion, I guess, is wrapping up. But um, what's your favorite NASCAR track? Uh, that's that's tough because I'm, I'm, I feel obligated to say Richmond just because I grew up going to Richmond. It's it's a special track to me. Um Bristol's fun to watch, but I think, you know, action-wise, Talladega is probably my favorite to go to just because, you know, there's always going to be action. There's going to be wrecks. You've got strategy. Basically, all the different parts of motorsports 
clumped up into into one race you know you got the high speeds all that stuff so going to a race probably talladega but if i had to say favorite tracks gotta be richmond and there's that uh pre-race at the talladega tell me about that oh yeah so this was uh my freshman year you got punched in the face yeah okay i got screwed over by a dude from virginia i think he's from virginia um from a home state boy yeah well i didn't get no he was the one that wrote me into it he was he was the reason i got punched indirectly so we're walking uh so how talladega set up you got the track track kind of like i have no idea how it's set up so you've got speedway boulevard here and you've got all the on like site stuff you know midway track over here but you've got a uh, campground a free campground across the street it's called north park so that's where you know, all the all the rowdy people go say, to stay. Nothing you know, you got happens ta- in the north, brother. You got Talladega Boulevard, which is rowdy in its own sense just because there's a lot of people there, you know. Compact. All, all yeah. types of stuff. But, you know, the, the classic, Fun I'm hit. going to get blackout drunk tonight and just get rowdy, <laughs> yeah. that's the north park. And the closer you get to – because it's right off Highway 20. The closer you get to Highway 20 – the rowdier it gets. So uh, yeah. we were on the uh, the main strip. The more, more blasted you get throughout the night. The amount of fights on that strip is insane. <laughs> oh, so fights too, yeah. Man. We uh, I saw some dude get curb stomped. Oh no! Yeah, it was like GTA curb stomping. I was I was just cruising down and not even paying attention. All of a sudden, there's a big group of people screaming and yelling. I uh, move uh, up through the crowd and like peer over, and all of a sudden, this dude just get pow pow, and I'm like, Shit. okay, that's not good. And I probably would, I want to say I would have stepped in, but there's. All right, that's two. another one. Uh, I want to say that I probably would have stepped in, but as I was getting kind of close, uh, the EMT and police officers rolled up. So, you know, water on the bridge. But I'm uh, pretty sure he was good. Looks right, like well, what happened to you when you got knocked So I was walking down the main strip, and uh, this guy walks up, and he started talking to me, and he was, you know, he had a tank top on. He had a tattoo of the, the state of Virginia outlined. I'm like, hey, I'm from Virginia too. And he's like, dude, no way. I'm like, yeah. He's like, I got an idea. Let's 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 take a picture. I'm like I'm I'm for a picture. This would be sweet. It's my like first like true tailgating experience at Talladega. Got to get a picture with the Virginia dude. The probably the one Virginia guy here in North Park. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, let's do it. And he's like, okay, get on my shoulders. I'm like, dude, that's not gonna work. You're a you're, large. You're man hammered. Too. You're hammered. I was a lot skinnier back then. Well, I'm not saying large like that, but you're what six a lot three? Skinnier. Nah, six six one. But I was probably yeah, about still, forty big forty guy. pounds forty pounds lighter back at a freshman. Well, it doesn't year. matter. I mean, any, I don't care how skinny you are. Six yeah. one's a big guy. He to was be putting on your shoulders. He was about the same size as me, or he was taller, bigger. But uh, so he was like, get on my shoulders, and he wouldn't. He would not let it go. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna give it like a halfway try. So I put one leg up on his shoulder and give it like a little hop. Both of us fall down. Like ha ha ha! I told you it was gonna happen. Out of nowhere, this dude comes running up and just decks me. It's a punch and uh, punch and run. Oh so my god! I'm like, I've my head hits the ground. Like it was a pretty decent punch. I'm surprised I didn't have a black eye, but he gets me like right here, about broke my nose, and uh, I start. I was spitting blood for like 30 minutes. What? Like I didn't lose any teeth. Thankfully, didn't break my nose. Didn't get a black eye, but I was spitting blood. Got blood on my favorite. Uh, I had a Miller Light shirt. It was super Astrid. sweet. Yeah, it was like a part like a button down party shirt. And couldn't get the blood out. Yeah, well, you can't. It's blood. It sucks. I was blood so stains pissed. are legit. My uh, my nose. Why did was... he do that? Do you mean I have you no don't idea. know? I don't know. I don't know the guy. He wasn't friends with the Virginia guy. No, I like trying to back like, him up. He legit you tackled like, him or something. I said GTA earlier. It was like one of those like I'm, I was like a GTA civilian. He just runs out of nowhere and just cold cocks you. Yeah. Damn. For no reason. Bastard. Like I didn't. I didn't insult him, and he just decided you know, I'm gonna punch this guy sitting on the ground who just fell. 
Like I was, I was, dude. I was down bad. He made me down or batter. That's what you fucking get for going to North Park, bro. Dude, North <laughs> North Park gang. North anyone Park who's been gang, to Talladega, gang, anyone who's been to Talladega knows North Park is where it's at. Besides the Boulevard. All right, bro. You ready for this little segment I got here for you? You uh, said you like Richmond, don't you? It's not hot sauce. Don't worry. Let's go. I'm ready. I'm curious what you have up your sleeve. Uh, well. It went. I did it last week, but I didn't have traction control turned on, and so we just like mostly me was failing, uh, okay. failing miserably All right, off the let's, start. Let's I got it one. On here. We should be good. We good? Yeah, that's you. All right. I, I'm not a PlayStation guy. R two, R two, L two, and then the joystick that's ripped off on both of these. All right. The turning. Wow, this is way better. You're on the. You should be on the bottom. All if right, you lose, let's... you got to eat hot sauce. Just kidding. R one is how you change the view if you want. I'm already ready to roll. We're in the back, though, so I should have turned the volume a little higher so they could hear it. I've got a little bit of advantage. Although, you said oh, you played, uh, you said, do you play iRacing at all? No, I don't, all. I don't have that money. No, I me neither. I, I don't I have bought, the PC either. Well, I bought a PC on uh, Facebook Marketplace, and it broke and died. The cautions are turned off, so I just... That's what Adam Thomas did. He bought a, a PC just for iRacing, and he uses it for everything now. This is weird. Mine died. Mine, mine broke within, like, a month or two. Then I fixed it, and then it died, and then I fixed it, and then it died, and now it's dead. It's still sitting over there because I got some decent parts in it. Ooh, ooh, I'm about to spin out. Uh, but it's you know, this is weird. Like I haven't. There's only eight laps. Yeah, I'm uh, having trouble getting in these turns. I swear on uh, any other NASCAR game, I'm, oh, I'm pretty decent. Too, hold on, hold I'm going. I'm going to go ahead and pass yeah, you here. Me. Oh God. Thank you. Oh, thank God. you. Oh, okay. Oh, there we go. Oh, watch out. Oh, this this you might still have take, a chance. I might wreck. This might take oh, me out. Oh, oh, oh I just got destroyed. The the uh, damage I think is all right. Out. All right, Clint, get out of here. Ooh, I'm sliding. I'm gonna if if I lose, I'm just gonna go ahead and chalk this up because it's a uh, it's a PlayStation. I'm not a, I'm not a PlayStation guy. Well, and I didn't prepare you for this at all. No, I was Keep not ready. I played this game this. a week ago for the first time in about five years, but I did play it like three times. And it wasn't even a week ago. It was Friday night, Saturday night. I'm in 30th? Oh, my God. I guess I did, like, wreck for a while, but still. We're already on lap four, so just hang with us, people. We're not trying to start a Twitch channel here and uh, stream video games, but oh. we're, we're halfway there. This car sucks. Yeah, I, I, got a, uh, I got a Rick Ware car You got to let off way earlier, I think. I got, a, I got a Rick Ware racing car. I feel like Joey, oh, shit. Now I feel like doing the thing Joey Gase. Mine's doing the, the I swear, if, thing that if I keep about. hitting this wall... My crew's gonna kill me. Well, who's who's your buddy in the chat who had to fix cars? What do you mean? He he was talking about how uh, you wrecked him at Shando. Oh, Cameron Ruggles. Yeah, Cameron. I don't uh, know if he'd be able to fix one I'm of gonna, I'm, cars. I'm gonna say. He oh was, no! I'm gonna say he was the one that uh, fixed this car up for me. And Cameron, this car sucks. <laughs> he set it up for you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We blame you, Cameron. Don't worry, I'm gonna take him out for saying that. Not take him out, but I'm gonna beat him. Are you taking me out to dinner? I'm trying to, maybe. All I right. might, uh, you live around here. We can go out sometime. I'm trying to Great uh, American actually win. Yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> Let's ride the bull. I got kids. I don't really go out that much. But Oh, okay. I'm trying to still win this race, even though there's only a lap and a half left, and I'm in 17. I think it's possible. Cause I think the competition's only turned up to like 30. Ooh, 30%. This is just a weird 35%. feel. And I'm also just straight up wrecking the shit out of people at this point but i think i'm coming up the last time oh god i got a lot of work to do. get out of your paul the they're right there though i might be able to use this car oh no oh no 
All right, easy on Brian Vickers there. Oh, yeah. Good point. Oh, I'm spinning he out. Might, he might have a heart attack. Oh, shit. Oh, Jesus. Too soon. What was that, 10 years ago? Still too soon, Henry. Can't make that joke. Never yeah, too can. soon. Never too soon. Oh. All right, oh. so I finished 11th. Not bad. I'm going to go 27th. You got 27th? That's not bad. I was. Could have been worse. Was, I thought you were going to get out of here. Make I did a 43rd the other week, so. Uh, Damn. Ronnie, I'm, I'm, the PC is going in the fire as soon as I have another fire pit. Um, all right, I won't make you eat the hot sauce. You said y'all sometimes bring in guests on your show. Hit yeah. me up sometimes if you ever yeah, want to bring me it. on. I can do it via Zoom or whatever, depending on where y'all are at. Yeah. Or what did you say y'all use? We uh, we use Zencaster. Okay. So that's uh, but whenever we do interviews, we we jump on uh, we jump on Zoom and do that. Uh, you know, it just really depends on the situation. Sometimes if we aren't going to use the content for uh, YouTube, we'll do everything on Zencaster and just get the person on the, the link and whatnot. But uh, yeah, I'd love to get you on. Yeah, dude, I'm down anytime. Just hit me up. Um. Like I said, I'll be moving in the next couple weeks anyway, so I don't even know if I have the studio set up. I'd be more available for uh, guest episodes anyway, or you know, just being on a computer rather than doing the whole studio setup. But uh, but thanks for joining me, dude. Do you yeah. want to close it out? Do you want to remind anybody where to follow you on Twitter, Instagram, yeah. Facebook? Check us out on social media, Twitter behind the wall. It's uh, spelled weird because you know someone took behind the wall and it, it was it was stupid. So we, it's a B E H N D the wall. On Twitter, Behind the Wall Media, on Instagram, Facebook, Behind the Wall Media, YouTube, Behind the Wall Media. So, I mean, you look at Behind the Wall, you'll find us. Yeah, uh, no But, doubt. yeah, we uh, podcast every week. Follow us on Twitter. Interact with us. And uh, I promise I'll get better at the uh, you know, the local short track racing. No, don't don't worry about it, dude. You're doing fine with the NASCAR stuff. That's what, especially the fan base you're trying to create, everybody's trying to create. That's really where to go because that's nationwide, yeah. locally. Yeah. Um, but yeah, follow him on Twitter, especially because you do giveaways and stuff like that. Yeah. Don't tell Josh. And yeah. uh Josh, I'm totally not doing a giveaway. We're never doing a giveaway again. I'm gonna give him something to give away right now. I'm gonna give him something to give away too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, do it. Um <laughs> I'll give you a shirt, not to give away, but for you to have on the way out too. By All right. Way. You an extra large? Uh large, large extra large. Either one? Yeah. I'll hook you up, bro. I don't have any stickers right now, so I'll have to hook you up one way or the other. I've got a sticker for you. Yeah? I think. Oh, I'll I think do, I've I'll got rock. one or two left, yeah. I'll rock the shit out of a sticker. Let's go. All right, buddy. Thanks for joining me. You're welcome back anytime. Cheers. Cheers to you. And yeah. uh, like I said, anytime you want to come back on, you need something to say, you're close by. Even when I move, I won't be that far. So hit me up. You're welcome anytime, buddy. Thanks for joining me again. Yeah, of course. And, Thanks for uh, having me on. Everybody go follow Behind the Wall Media on pretty much all flat platforms. Uh, you know, I don't upload on Tuesdays really ever. So that's a perfect, you know, it's the best thing you can do is find a episode for every day of the week, right? Yeah. Yep. If and we uh, get to 2,000 followers on TikTok, he'll do a dance. I will. That's true. If I get to two followers on TikTok, I might even do a dance, but I haven't. I don't have one yet. We're ready to dance. I'm ready to dance. Follow I'll do us. one for you, dude. Yeah. I'll dance naked. Oh. All right, everybody. That's another episode after yeah. dark. All right, everybody. Yeah, yeah. That's on my uh, OnlyFans account. Follow yeah. me there, too. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for uh, tuning in. Like and share the video now. Subscribe on YouTube, do please. It. And thank you. Uh, peace out, everybody. Cheers, buddy.